Welcome to the Simple Cocktails podcast. I'm Greg Mays, managing editor of simplecocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. We are coming down from our New Orleans high. Yeah, we are. It's I'm, not. It's not fun. It, I'm holding <laughs> on to it as much as I possibly can. I'm holding on to those ten pounds as much as I can. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. I'm it's really all wanting beignets. to let it go. Yeah, it's, it's all, all beignets. beignets. It's all liquor. I know. <laughs> When, it, when every meal is, is paired with a cocktail, it's hard not to drink. It is. It's yeah. like, oh, let's drink your meal and eat your meal. Yes. <laughs> every meal. Yeah. That was so fun. It was very fun. I, I'll tell the truth. I came back from New Orleans on such a high that I instantly started Googling San Antonio Cocktail Conference, <laughs> Portland Cocktail Week, Golden State of Cocktails. I'm like, we're going to the next ones. I started Googling Rent-A-Father. Yeah. Did you? Because <laughs> no. I would be gone for all these cocktail things? Yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks a lot, Lisa. So it was a fun time. It was. It was. Uh, there is plenty of content on the website. I've actually consolidated it. Yeah. So if you're on our email list, uh, you'll get an email uh, probably today, tomorrow. Um, but it's all consolidated. If you go to simplecocktails.net slash tales15, you can read my blog post, my recap about it, Lisa's recap about it. Uh, you can listen to all four of the podcast episodes. I put a photo, like a photo gallery. slideshow gallery. Yeah. And then I put our the one video that we took uh, right. about the martini. So they're going to get pretty tired of this, you know, coming up soon. Yeah, some <laughs> of them might. It's it's this concept <laughs> of not everyone follows you everywhere about everything. Right. So why not put it all in one place? Exactly. And if they missed any of it, they can go get it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Thank you very okay. much. It's not <laughs> like they saw every single tweet or every Instagram. or <laughs> If they did, they probably just unfollowed us quickly. <laughs> got tired of it. Yeah, but it is it is nice to be back in the swing of things, you right. know, firing off blog posts and all that kind of stuff. Right. There's so much stuff. Uh, just in the in the tailwind of Tales of the Cocktail that I have. Uh, and it's just, uh, man, the countertop is probably going to collapse from all the booze that's on it right now. <laughs> so we'll start that off even today. Okay. Sound good? It sounds great. All right. So uh, this is going to be a slightly different episode because I decided to go back and make a tally. Okay. Like you said, uh, let's just milk this tails cow until <laughs> it dies. Till next year. <laughs> yeah. So, so the big thing we did at Tales of the Cocktail. Now, the really cool thing is we met so many amazing slash famous slash super cool people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dale DeGroff, uh, David Wandrich, Chris McMillan. And we happened to meet by yeah. our luck. Yeah. A lot of the bartenders that were up for awards that won awards. That won awards, yeah. And the one that just blew my mind yep. the day before, we got an interview with Sean Kenyon, uh, who was up for the best bartender. No, no, no. The best, best bar in America. Bar in America. And we just so happened to ask him, how can Albuquerque become, you know, a, a spirit, uh, craft spirit? Right, because, bar. yeah, that's right. Well, Sean owns a bar in Denver, right. which is like, you could throw a rock and hit Denver. Right, you right. You to throw it really hard. But, <laughs> uh, so so we just talked to him. We're like, hey, yeah. we're from Albuquerque. We're down the street. How do you even get craft cocktail bars in your town? Right. Uh, because Denver, you know, there's a couple. 
Like he gave us a couple names, uh, yeah. including his, but there's not a lot. Right, so, and he's happened to win yeah. this year. So They won a Best American Cocktail Bar or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and his advice, I mean, really go check that out. Go check out, the, I think it's the third. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, the third episode. He tells us what and it, um, his opinion, how to, you know, create a great bar. and. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. I about, wanted to go and like get into debt and <laughs> try to start a bar. For real. <laughs> I mean, he, he talks about how to create a cocktail culture in a city. Right. Like everybody's got to get involved. Everybody's got to support each other. Right. I, I think we're on really the good. we're not on the cusp of that yet because no. we're just right now really really big into brew. Yeah. Uh, brewing. Uh, you know. Craft brew. Exactly. So, so we're, you know we're a good five s- years maybe yeah. we will <laughs> maybe ten. <laughs> 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 totally true. But but what I did is I took a tally. So many of the people we talked to, I asked them the simple question, what's your favorite simple cocktail? And we got several answers. Right. And so I was like, I wonder what the what the winners were. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I went was back hearing a lot of the same thing. It yeah. was amazing. There was there was some very common cocktails that were called out. So uh, some of them were only said once. Okay. Right? So okay. let's let's talk through those real quick. So we had like the French 75. Yes. That was Leslie's. Yes. Okay. Good, simple cocktail, and it has champagne, which is awesome. That will always give me good feelings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this, it was like the 12th cocktail at the end of the night, yes. so I loved it. Yes, it was wonderful. <laughs> it didn't really matter what was in it. it was no, let's top, let's top it off with a cocktail with champagne. Right. It's <laughs> always a good idea. <laughs> uh, whiskey Sour. Yes. That was one that was yes. brought up. Derek Schomer said that one. An old-fashioned. Eric Castro, that was my first interview of the whole show. Yeah. Eric Castro said, he said the old-fashioned is a window into the bartender's soul. Right. Because every bartender makes it a specific way. You can tell a lot about that so, person. It's exactly. like an email address. Oh, yes. You know, if Let's it's hotmail, yeah. I don't trust you. Or you're old. <laughs> right? <laughs> no offense. <laughs> but Gmail? Yeah. Uh, I get it. Okay, modern. I get it. All right, you're, you're a modern person. Right? <laughs> Yahoo is kind of that weird in-between, right? Right. If it's, if it's Hotmail yeah. with cute cheeks number five, right. then forget it. I love grunge at Hotmail.com. Yes, you cannot talk to my kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> totally true. Uh, a Ricky? Yes. Uh, Chris McMillan said a Ricky. Right. Gin Ricky, he mm-hmm. said he preferred. That's a totally easy one. Right. Gin, soda, Go. Refreshing. Yeah. Uh, David Wondrous said the Adonis cocktail, which is like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'd have to look that he up. He said the name. I was like, what? It, it, it's we'll an have egotistical to look it up. cocktail is what it is. It had like absinthe. It was very, uh, okay. it, it was like a, a, what do you call it? It was like a bitter cocktail. Okay. You have to go listen to that one. That was the first episode. And then, uh, so let's let's do the big countdown. How's this? Okay. So we'll do a three, two, one, one. Okay. Okay. Number three. This was a three-way tie. So uh, two bartenders apiece voted for these. Uh, it was the Negroni, yes. the Manhattan, mm-hmm. and the Sazerac. Yeah. So that's that's what they said that was number three. Mm-hmm. Any comments on that? Negroni was pretty popular. It was. We heard several people say Negroni. Um, I think I was... I don't know. I would, I would like to see if these answers would change in the winter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So... Because as we make our way through the list, it's like, huh... This right. maybe these were summer interviews, right? right? Exactly. So number two is a martini. Mm-hmm. Three people voted for a martini. I used Dale DeGroff's as four votes because okay. if you recall, I think he said four different cocktails. He did. He's like, if I'm at such and such in Manhattan, I will right. get a Manhattan. He gave the most accurate one. It was though. wonderful. Yeah. He was like, depends where I am. Here's what I'll get exactly. here. Exactly. So yes. I counted that as four votes. <laughs> uh, but he did say his favorite was a daiquiri uh, with 
in in olive and a twist. Oh, interesting garnish. Right? Is, that's not sacrilegious or anything. I guess not. Okay. I think I've always I wanted think, to do that. Well, what did we hear from these guys? Even the guys that were really opinionated <laughs> at Tales of the Cocktail, it's all about like whatever you want, uh-huh. right? But you might get made fun of. You might, but it's but still a go- okay good bartender will give you whatever you want. You're right. Right. You're right. So the martini was number two, and then number one, and so this is kind of a funny thing because this was actually the official drink of Tales of the Cocktail this year. Right. Did you know that? Yes. So maybe that's why they voted. Maybe it was in the front of their mind, but mm-hmm. five people said that a daiquiri is their favorite right. simple cocktail. Right. So that's a pretty interesting I think one. I've been won over by the daiquiri simply because of Tales of the Cocktail. We had so many. Every every dinner, lunch we had, they served some kind of daiquiri. Yeah. And I loved them. Yeah. So, it was good for the yes. summer. Nice and tart, not yeah. too sweet. Mm-mm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think it was a fun time. Yes. I think um, these were very telling for me. I think I thought I would see more old fashions in the list. Yeah. I think but daiquiri a, number one is kind of weird. Yeah. That's more of a fall drink. Yeah. I think you're right. Maybe it's just because it's a kind of whiskey drink. Right. And yeah. So daiquiri, you got a rum, martini, mm-hmm. you have gin. Mm-hmm. The next three, gin, whiskey, whiskey. So yeah, maybe maybe so. Everybody's just drinking clear spirits. So if Tales of the Cocktail was a wintertime sport. It would be totally different. Maybe it'd be totally different. That's a good call. So if you go to our Tales collection of things, I actually put a video on the very bottom. I uploaded it to YouTube. We went to a seminar called called Strong Spirits, Strong Opinions. Opinions. Yes. Uh, And Eric Castro, who owns Polite Provisions in San Diego, Mm -hmm. owns another bar in New York City. Uh, He made this statement and everyone gasped and women fainted when he said it. (laughs) He, he said, My he light said, switch went on. Like, yes, this is the answer to all my problems. So, the first thing he says in the video is the martini is what's held gin back all these years. Yes, that's where pe- people fainted. Yes, it, it was. It was shocking. <laughs> One of his co panelists was drinking a martini at the time. So, that was Spit kind of take, funny. right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but really, what he was saying is vermouth goes bad quickly, and a lot of people don't like martinis. Because they're drinking them with bad vermouth. Right. So that was sort of his take on it. These vermouths were opened within the last 24 hours. Right. One of them I just opened right now. We had to try some martinis with fresh vermouth. We had to. And they were awesome. They were. So this is three types of the same brand of martini. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's a French martini, La Quintine, Vermouth Royal, maybe. Q-U-I-N-T-I-N-Y-E. Mm. And they're all the smaller vermouth bottles, which I like to – I buy them as often as I can. Right. 375, which is the half size. Right. Because vermouth uh, goes bad so quickly, usually within – That's so smart. A, a few weeks. That's so smart. Right. Uh, you don't want to buy these giant bottles because then you're forced to drink martinis right. all the time. And do you remember a lot of the people that we were interviewing were saying, if I have a bottle of vermouth yep. – it's a martini. Yes, I need to finish that until so so that week yeah. will be my favorite cocktail will be a martini because it's just unethical to leave that yes. until it's until Somebody, it's completely done. That's right. Somebody said that in one mm-hmm. of their interviews that it's it's wrong to say sacrilegious, I think right. is what he said. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to taste these. Uh, we've tasted them in martinis last night, but we're going to taste them straight right now. So here's the thing about vermouth. And I've said this. If you go to simplecocktails.net/vermouth I did a four or three part series on what it is, how to store it, where, how to buy it, everything. Right, how long it lasts. That's right. People don't know that. I mean, most of the time, if you're going to go to uh, TJ Friday's, Applebee's, right. you're not tasting fresh vermouth. Right. It's probably been opened a year right. ago, maybe longer. So, so here's the thing about vermouth. 
I've said this before in a previous blog post, I'm going to say it again. The more you pay for vermouth, usually it's much better. A $6 bottle, a little little $6 thing of vermouth. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say this, Trader Joe's has some terrible vermouth. They yeah. have like three or four brands. Yeah. They're all under $5. And, and they, they don't taste, taste like $5 good. vermouth. <laughs> They're very bitter and very rough. Yeah. And making martinis with them, it's pretty rough. Okay. So as, as big a fan of Trader Joe's as we are, um, get a good bottle of vermouth. Right. And it's so hard, right? Right. Because you're like... $30 for a bottle of vermouth when my gin costs 20 I know. Right? It's yeah. so, it feels so weird. It is. And I'm just going to add it in a dash or I'm going to add half an ounce. Or I'm going to rinse really, my cup in it. <laughs> right. It's a really hard thing. So here's my suggestion. If you get like a dry vermouth for a martini, drink dry vermouth on the rocks with fish. And then you'll work your way through that vermouth really? a little faster. Ah. It's, it's good. Okay. Dry, Oh, I mean, you've said that before, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, so a dry or a blanc vermouth, which we're going to do next. Okay. So first we're going to try the extra dry. Okay. This is generally what you'll serve in your martinis. Uh, La Quintaine, La Quinte, I don't know. I always <laughs> pronounce everything with kind of a Spanish Yeah, take. you do. You do. Where's our intern? We need an intern because yeah, that's going to be like, our, you know, that's his job. That's right. So this is the extra dry vermouth royal. It's nice and big. It has the, uh, what do you call that thing? We saw a lot of those in... Uh, Fleur de lis. Yeah, there we go. Fleur de lis. Fleur de lis. All right. So this is extra dry. This is what you should put oh, in your smells martini. Smells good. <gasps> it smells good. It smells kind of strong. Yeah. So like I mean, alcohol strong. Hmm. That's pretty sharp. It is. Yeah. When, I could see that with fish. I don't know why. Yeah. When we had this in our martinis, I felt like it had kind of an anise flavor. I'm not tasting it by itself. I mean, yeah, I'm tasting more citrus. It's pretty citrusy, right. but it's very dry. It has right. a very dry finish. Mm-hmm. So a quick review, what is vermouth? Vermouth is a fortified wine. Right. Port is also a fortified wine. Fortified means you take wine, you add hard liquor. Right. Sometimes it's just plain, like, vodka-type liquor. Sometimes it's brandy, mm-hmm. depending on what that thing is. I think um, port is usually brandy that they add to it because it okay. tastes a lot like brandy. Okay. And then vermouth... They add like a zillion herbs and spices and they just Pack soak it in it. In it. Right. Okay. So it's always very herbal, mm-hmm. but that's all also why a year old bottle of vermouth tastes really nasty. Right. It tastes like old sour it does. herbs. It does. This is pretty sharp. Right. It's, it's got a lot of character. My throat and all of these like gremlins are coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's what it should do, right? A I dry guess so. vermouth is an aperitif. Okay. You right. should drink it before eating. <laughs> Right. And it, and it wets your taste buds and prepares you to eat. Yeah. It's got some herbs in it. So let's move to the next version of, of, of our vermouth royal. Okay. All right. This is uh, the blanc vermouth. What is? Do you know what blanc vermouth is? Well, you told me last night that yes. it's a sweeter wine, yeah. a sweeter vermouth, but usually sweet vermouth is red. Right. So this is white. So there you, you could put this in your martini. That's right. It's a sweet white vermouth. Right. I once, uh, I used Dolan once on the, um, Dolan makes a blanc, Dolan vermouth. Uh-huh. Uh, and I used it to make a, um, mart- a white martinez. They say the martinez influenced the martini. Right. It has. Um, oh, that smells good. It has like a uh, maraschino liqueur. Right. But I used a blanc vermouth to make that instead of a sweet vermouth. Is so. it is it hard to find? Blancs are a little harder to find than dry. Okay. If you go to just like a plain old grocery store, probably not going to find a blanc. Right. You need to go to maybe a I liquor. don't know. Okay. All right. Here so we this go. is the one you really want to have with fish. Okay. In my opinion. All right. Let's taste it. Cheers. Salut. This is mine. 
this is mine. It has a similar herbal profile, but the second it gets in your mouth, it's so sweet it is. and smooth. This I could do straight. Not a problem at all. It's sweet and smooth. This would mm-hmm. go, it depends on your palate. This one is sweeter right. for sure. Um, but it's also just as herbal as the other one. Right. Just like a little bit of lemon in it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like a lemon twist. Serve this on the and, rocks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're totally right about that. That needs to be a bigger size. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we'll be drinking this with fish. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Good idea. <laughs> and we'll move on to the last one. This is a rouge, uh, which, again, these are all French vermouths. Traditionally, your French vermouth is the dry. And the Italian is the red vermouth. Okay. But these are all French. All right. Uh, So this is our rouge, obviously our red vermouth. It's what we would use in our Manhattan. We haven't served this one yet. Usually a red vermouth is... really thick, too. Yeah, usually it's kind of a copper color. Yeah. Manhattan's what else? For red vermouth? uh, Negroni. Negronis, yes. So a Negroni has red vermouth. I couldn't do Negronis. Um, there was was it was there a Negroni that oh, yes. had an IPA in it yep. that I liked because I hate IPAs and I hate Negronis and I was like, well, together I like you. <laughs> they called it a Mer- American Negroni. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it was a Negroni and then it was topped with IPA all on the rocks. Right. It was very interesting. That blew my mind. Whoa! That that smells like chocolate or something. It does a little bit of. Coffee, shoe polish. Shoe, yeah, it's got it's got a strong. <laughs> the the leading scent is strong. Okay, all right. Let's taste last it. one. All right, Salut. rouge, peppery. Yeah, sweet coffee. Yep, it's, rich. It has a very different profile Caramel. than the blanc. It's so, not bad. So the blanc is a sweet white. This is a sweet red. It tastes more like red wine. It ends bitter, I think. It's more bitter. Mm-hmm. Usually reds are bitter even though they're sweet mm-hmm. um, because they have more stuff in them that makes them bitter, bark right. and stuff. Robitussin. This is a little cough medicine-y. That's right. bitter. Bitter leads to that. Yeah. I want to pronounce that Hispanic, though, like Quintani. I know. That's how I am. <laughs> Quintain. I don't know how to say it right. Quintani. That's that's the proper French ah, pronunciation. Quintani. According to the internet. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, so what do you think, Lise? Was there a favorite? You oh, like the yeah. Blanc? Yes. That one. I think the extra dry stood out. Mm-hmm. I think I would rather drink that on the rocks. Right. But I cannot wait to put this rouge in a Negroni. Right. And taste it. I feel like I've had a bit of a psychological change here with Eric Cast- uh, Castillo's. Castro. Castro. He's not Hispanic. No. Yes, he is. <laughs> Castro is a he Hispanic. Is? Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, with him saying, you know, half of you guys are drinking it wrong. You've right. never had it right. right. I feel like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm liking vermouth. Right. I like the taste of it. I get the taste of it. Yeah. So last night I made you a gin martini. You did. Uh, and I thought. You were so proud of me. I thought, let's ease you into this. So I made it with Tanqueray Old Tom gin. Yes. Uh, which is sweet. Right. And not so heavy on the juniper. And then I used this blanc vermouth. Mm-hmm. This very blanc. Right. And then I gave you a lemon twist instead yes. of an olive. And I didn't pour any olive juice. This no. was the first martini you've ever experienced. It was clear. Well, yeah. It's clear as a day. It was. And I stirred it. Yes. So this is the first one you've ever had without even olives in it. Right. I like olives in mine. I'm really but, hoping. Yeah. Like, hand on the Bible, I'm really hoping I'd never go back to olives. Wow. I, wow. I want that. I'm impressed. I desire that. That's what you, that's what you told me. You said, <laughs> I want to drink better. Now that we're back from tails, I want to drink better. I do. Because all the cocktails were great. I've seen my people and I want to be. It's it's totally true. In fact, I don't think we had any cocktails with vodka. I can't think of one. No. Maybe we did. That's the B word. We don't say that. All right. (laughs) 
I love vermouth. Really? That's my shirt. Is it? Yes. That's impressive. <laughs> my bumper sticker. That's impressive. Yeah. So next episode, we'll talk about Tales of the Cocktail again. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You're like, please. Okay, we get it. You were there. Let's move on. <laughs> so much information. It was. That's, that's so what it was. It's like, it's like so many slices and photos right. that's like, oh, I can share this stuff all year. And that's why we went. Yeah. We went for some free stuff, but yep. we also went yep. to educate ourselves so that we could give you better shows. That's and what I could I think. be a better person. Oh. It's about time. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm Greg Mays, managing editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers. Cheers.